civil society groups have come under severe criticism for the way in which they deal with sexual harassment, abuse and discrimination of employees. Uh, They've been accused of protecting perpetrators of sexual abuse and gender-based violence over the victims. Now, this emerged during a discussion on confronting abuse and gender-based violence in the civil sector organized by Action Aid South Africa in Johannesburg yesterday. Tabile Mbele was there. Among a list of accusations leveled against civil society groups are allegations that they protect high-ranking individuals accused of abuse because they bring in the money. Former Director of Action Aid SA, Fatima Shabuddin, says NGOs have adopted corporate human resource policies around dealing with abuse and sexual harassment in the workplace. NGOs are obsessed with themselves. The real crisis is the power between NGOs and communities. There's no conditions of employment that covers them. So when the crisis force broke, most of the people who inboxed me on Facebook was not NGO workers, it was community people saying, listen, this guy's here in Orange Farm, he can give us bursaries, but we have to sleep with him. Not a single of those cases have broken in the media. Why? Because NGO workers, are, we are using our social capital to dominate the conversation. Jamila Matingwane from the Forum for the Empowerment of Women, which works in the interest of black lesbian women, has accused the sector, the government and the media of being selective in highlighting the plight of the marginalized in society. The same time Karabo Mukwena was murdered, a black lesbian was also murdered, right? Um, but the government gave preference to Karabo Mukwen. So for us, it's, it's the issue of who, who then gets preference. Yes, Karabo Mukwen was a woman, but at the very same time, a black lesbian woman was killed. But that didn't get media attention at all. Within organizations that say they support um, the women's movements, but what does it look like for a black lesbian in the township that does not get any support? Kamalita Naika from the University of Cape Town shares a similar view. She says race plays a major role in the civil society sector. Harvey Weinstein and Deron Isaacs are powerful white men who are starting to be called out by white women. Uh, and that's what allows these conversations to take place, right? Black women do not have the power to convene such public debates. And black men are often viewed as kind of uh, natural sexual predators. And so... Uh, when black women complain about their transgressions, it doesn't warrant such attention, right? It's only kind of white men and white women who are able to convene these conversations publicly. Teresa Yates from the Legal Resources Center in Johannesburg has shared lessons learned on how they handled a sexual harassment case against a senior white male lawyer within the organization led by a junior female employee. We're in a cycle of protecting ourselves, trying to protect our funding, trying to protect our our space. And we have to break out of that cycle somehow um, and put ourselves on the line to ensure that we reflect internally what we're trying to project externally from um, within our movements. Rooted in patriarchy are power relations, and until we start to dismantle the power relations, um, we can't start dealing with patriarchy across all sectors and in, and in society. All the cases of sexual harassment and abuse discussed here related to a man in a position of power against a junior woman seeking employment or having just started employment. I'm Tabi Lempele for SABC News in Johannesburg.